So the quintuple threat, <laughs> Naz, welcomes you to season four premiere of Ink, Blood, Meat, and Grit. <laughs> Thank you. After a long ass hiatus, how many months was it? We took Christmas months. break. We gave them time to, we, we gave them time to miss us. We took Christmas a break. A guy used that line on me and, oh my God. No. Did you agree for him? Of course, he lost out. <laughs> Girls don't, I mean, please, that was hot. Wow. It was being the, Sorry. I mean, now I'm Happy out. International Women's Day in Ares. Oh, thank and, you. And happy yes. International Women's Day. Yes. 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 Please, let's introduce our wait, guest. Wait now, what's he doing? I'm Sitting down here. The show has started. The show has started. The show has started. Wait now, we're coming there. We're coming to you. Wait, wait. Flash Zulu's variety something. Yes, yes. Even though they didn't release it on Women's Day. Did it was like two days. Two, two days before uh, international. So um, Zulu in Africa, amongst all the African producer women talking blah 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 yes, about yes, women in film. was on Variety. You should check it out. Yes, mm -hmm. she was for me like, oh, I just got two, two, one quote. I was like, it was two. And she's like, oh, great, that's fine. So you see, no, I never said that. So two quotes is better than one. Hi, guys, welcome back to the England Meet and Greek podcast. Um, but I said that already. Oh my god, <laughs> our first guest. For this season, we know that once we start with this guy, the season is set. Yes, we just made everywhere soft. Yes, <laughs> with our 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 G right here, mm -hmm. right. Mr. Bovi. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pronounce your surname. I would have gone there, but Bovi Ugboma. 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 It's easy now. I mean, are you married somebody from Rivers? How do I you don't feel? understand. Is he from Rivers? From he's not from Rivers, but he's from the South South now, so it's the same something. How is it the same? Because that's tribalism. How we do it. tribalism. 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 Sorry. So please, hi, welcome, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> See, so Thank do you. we? Is this where we now reel out his CV? No, no, no. Let's leave, let's keep the CV. <laughs> let's leave the CV quiet. No, but are you sure? Yes. Because I, you know, I said I was a quintip. Very stiff when no, people but, start saying. No, but oh, it's true now. But you know, I wait now. So I said quintip. But I think if you live in your own, you will get to ten. Ten to ten. Let's let's see. I know Bobby is a writer. Because yeah. he has written something before. Something, something, something. All his shows, how dare you? I'm just yeah. saying something. It's something okay. is a collective term for all okay, things. Okay, fine. No, just being... <laughs> he's trying to be Yeah. Wait now, wait no, no, now. Say, 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 he's a highly accomplished writer. Oh, Bam, say, now, let's go back. Highly accomplished right. writer. Well, mm. Okay, let me accept it against the future. Okay, okay, that's it. Then, comedian, we don't need to talk about that one. Right. If they host some things once in a while. Yeah, that's host, that's once in a while, all the time. Damn it! No, but I mean, if you do it, if you do it, <laughs> you know, job. if you do it three times a week, if you do it three times a week, bitch, what are you talking about? So <laughs> once in a while. See, I mean, see, I told you, how dare you? I'm <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to be self-deprecating. He's told where, you that. Why you be humble on his behalf? Why you be? Oh, I should be humble. Okay, fine now. <laughs> Host. Comedian, possibly one of the biggest in Nigeria. We just uh -huh. fly back and forth. So that, are you at three or four? I'm at four now. Because have, have you had an actor? Actor. Now I want to put actor last now. Uh -huh. Because people don't think he acts like that. They all think he does skits. Emma, Emma, how dare you? Yes, now. Bobby has been in, what, two movies? Three? Four, five. Oh. <laughs> one chance. See, and TV shows and everything. So no. anyway, right. yes, no, 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 no. Which one movies? Don't count. Don't count which one. Don't count. Oh, well, okay, wait. My village people. Mm -hmm. I know that. It's her day. It's, it's her, her day. day. Ah. For one love. Okay. That's one I don't know. I started in that one. Same 2015. Then. Then many many years ago. Ah, sir. How was supposed to do that? Oh four and oh five. Ah, ah sir. You know, I did one. We look at. We look at. We look at. Why? 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 Why?
I'm at five now. So you haven't so producer. Uh, no, all those ones behind the scenes no, ones. Sure, I start to call those ones. Yes, okay. now. So you're an actor, so that's seven. I know that you're a producer. Now I'm struggling. So, wait, <laughs> yes, wow. producer, uh-huh. which other one again? They play football once in a while. Executive producer, not producer. Uh, no, and actually, uh, that executive producer, some people just believe that you just came, just drop money, and you just walk up us. Is that if not, you not is drop that money? Not, where's, the fear? Uh, where's the fear if you don't drop no, money? No, so that means so he's executive producer and producer. Sorry, don't go. Uh-huh. I don't think I'm a producer. I've never really done. The, the job production. of a producer. No, but what do you consider the job of a producer? Um, the eye of the executive producer. No. To, no. Run, the, well, to run the production. That's a, like, that's so like that's, so that's, okay, so that's the whole Nigerian versus abroad. So, so, so the producer is the, so in film, a producer is the most senior production person who oh. is the creative partner of the writer, the director, the actors to create the film. Is the person that wins the best actor Oscar is the producer. But here... Best it, actor Oscar. Sorry, best, best film, film best Oscar. Oscar. But we call it here mm. executive, executive producer. producer. Really? Yeah. Yes. The fact that I don't know shows that I've never really been a producer. <laughs> well, no, no. No, no, it's just the way we say that. I would say that, that, it's that, it's that it's on both It's Her Day and... MVP, you, you wrote it, you raised the funding, you worked with mm. the director to get your final cut, you oversaw the marketing, the distribution. That's yeah, producer. producer. That's but I had a producer as well. You had a producer yeah, criteria? You can be more than one. Yes, you can be more than one. I know, yeah. but I'm just, anyway. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so, so basically I've been something on my life that I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you're overachieving, you just have to just achieve stuff like that, you don't know that you're doing it on the side. Right. All right. Right. So one of the things that I heard recently, and I want to ask this question. What was mm. it like being PA for RMD for two years? It, it was... Um, <laughs> That's what I want to do. It was like school for me because, you know, like I've said in several interviews, I went to sell the movie script to him. Mm-hmm. That Please check this out. You know, but he showed me a stack of scripts on the floor. <laughs> and everybody, what makes you think yours is different? I remember the title of that script was Tragic Foresight. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's a really cool title. Yeah, it was, was about a lady who, whatever she dreamt of, would come, come to pass. Oh, nice. Mm. You know, and they were usually bad dreams. And I was so we have like, to kill her now. I was like, well, I've read it, but it looks like a film that I saw, a Hollywood film. I was like, yeah, you, st- you saw Stigmata. Mm-hmm. It's not Stigmata, I promise you. I didn't even see Stigmata. I saw the trailer and he was like, calm down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, um, he... Sh- took me to a few directors, then after that, he says, yo, I, I think I need a personal assist- assistant. Go home and think if you can do the job. And uh, Come back and let me know. I said, I don't need to go. I can do the job. <laughs> so I resumed nice. on Monday, the 1st of March, 2004. Okay. Right? And my idea of joining RMD was, that, okay, so we'll be on set together. <laughs> I will be acting here and there, which is what gave it to my two worker pass. <laughs> right? But... I got a job in his marketing company. Okay. Okay. Which didn't really have anything to do with, with film. film. Okay. Yeah, okay. So me being his personal assistant, I now became like his eye in the office. By eye, I mean to help run the office mm-hmm. while he was busy working. So oh. what that did for me was it trained me hmm. on the business side of okay. entertainment. Okay. You okay. know, so... Yeah, that, that's and what And there was, was almost like. nobody hotter than RMD in that period. Absolutely. Until now, is there anyone hotter? Oh, I had people, I had people who mm. I met in RMD's office, I'm talking entertainers now mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. and when my career started and I saw them, they were like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm like, no, we, we met. met. But why would you do that now? 
Why would I do that? Because they didn't meet you. They met Bovi the PA. They didn't meet Bovi the celebrity. The truth is, IMD's charm was so much. Yes. They didn't see anybody else in the room. They didn't see anybody else in the room. They saw you. You are still Bovi the PA. They don't even remember No, they don't even see Bovi. It's invisible. Even if they had seen you. People like you that are just badly behaved. If I've met you before and I don't remember, you say, oh, nice to meet you again and everybody is happy I'm moving on. No, I'm talking about people who I didn't meet them just once. I'm talking people who. Yes, I know. But don't come and buy food for this. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't carry that big goal. You just let why it go. Not? Why not? Let it go. No, why no, not? Now, why? I mean, I let it go. <laughs> when I tell them, it's not like I'm being confrontational. <laughs> oh, look at me now. It's not that kind How of thing. They, 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 they should look at you now. It's just like, no. They better look at you should look at you now. But <laughs> on the flip side, there are the ones who are like, ah, I remember you. I am this office. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. You watched my interview where I said I was RMSP and you think you remember. We, we never met. But wait, that was 04. 05. 04. I was there from 04 to 06. 06. So, which meant that during that same period, you did not Night of a Thousand Laughs? No, never. No, you did stand up there? No, never. Wait, now, there's... So, when did your comedy career start? Because I have a feeling that... 2008. It's... Yeah, Night of a Thousand Laughs. Because to me, it feels like I've been seeing you doing comedy from, like, 05 then. No, but you're just old, man. 05 and 08 is the same year to you. <laughs> in I mean... 04, December 04, <laughs> well, I attempted stand-up for the first time at a private party in VGC. How did then, that go? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it Did was my laugh? friend they hired. Okay. It was my friend they hired. And it, you know rich people party now. So he was just talking and he was good. But he held it down for over an hour. But they were just playing. So then he would take a break. Then they would be like, more comedy. Call him back. <laughs> but at some point, I said, let me go, let me go. I have jokes. You know, so I, I got did, jokes. I got jokes. <laughs> you know, so I did it then. I was still nervous. <clears throat> then when RMD and Joker Silva did a stage play in um, Bonnie Camp, Bonnie Island, I went and I hosted it, you know, okay. the few comics before the main play. Mm-hmm. Those were the two occasions. In 2005, a lady called Dorei was doing an arts exhibition and RMD was to feature. That was at, uh, I can't remember the name of that venue, but it was in VI, mm. October 2005. There was no comedian, so they called me that, okay, come on. <laughs> you say you like comedy. come on. No, but how do you, because one of the things I was curious about is about how do you, like, Going back then, and how do you decide that that is something you want to do? Like in that 03, 04, like, or was it something that you, like, was it previous to that, like, oh, I think I can do it, I want to do it? Because you clearly wanted to be a writer. Writing was your passion. Mm. Five seconds with you talking about what you want, writing pops up. Pop, literally. Pop, quite a lot. So the question is, why um, stand-up comedy? Like, how, or how, or was it something that you were like, oh, I can do this also? Was that also a passion? It pulled me. It pulled me in. So you see, like writing, I had no idea people get paid to write. I, I just I too don't. They haven't paid me ever. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to well, just take my, my notebook and write stories. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Comedy pulled me. And not just comedy, talking, okay. telling mm-hmm. stories, stories pulled me. So when I started to see stand-up comedy, I'm like, yo, man, this is me. I would literally watch people and start shaking. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to shiver, just like, I should be doing this. This is me. I would laugh. I like to consume comedy as much as I love to give it, you know? So 
That was just, it drew me. But I kept doubting myself because uh -huh. I was shy. I was uh, timid. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. I remember in youth service 2002, uh -huh. when I got to camp, Radio I tried serve. to do Kogi State. Okay. I tried to join uh, OBS. Okay, yeah, radio. It was full. In fact, they were frowning when I came. <laughs> so I went to the camp director and said, can I host the events? And he's like, sure, why not? That's I the told end. him. So I, this is 2002. I hosted the first night, I was dry. <laughs> the second night, somebody was like, may you try funny to do. <laughs> I was already on stage when you said what I had prepared, and I killed it. <clears throat> but you see, that doubt, when I left, after camp, okay. I still didn't pursue it. Okay. But they used to come in to host their parties Anybody was having a birthday party. Oh. When we were having a football match, I was in the football team. They said, but no, no you're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're like those Just do commentary. That was the wrong commentary for outside. And I ran the commentary and people really laughed, you know. So I've always liked to talk, long oh, story okay. short. Well, Unless you also touch on your daughter. Well, she she your daughter that is taking, taking over your, your I, I know, comedy. right? She's towing the line. We love it. So question. So right. how does, so what's that like when, so you always have like a lot of parents is there some, so I always believe that with parents where your dad's like a musician and then you start to pick up music, mm -hmm. sometimes because, you know, that's that is the family you know. way mm -hmm. and that's what you know. Is it the case where you expose that to that and you're like, you know, mm. this, 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 or is it that she picked it up herself? Okay, I will, I will first, I'll tell you two things. First one is something I really don't know how it works, but I, I believed it because of that. My daughter is my birthday mate. Oh, okay. Right, so she pretty much has my temperament and everything. Mm -hmm. Secondly, she started expressing herself before she started talking. Mm -hmm. Those who used to follow me on Snapchat way back, they mm -hmm. were my daughter's first set of fans. When she okay. was still mumbling mm -hmm. words, she has always been expressive. So it's just her. It's not like she knew herself or she, her line started before she even knew what I do okay. for a living. So what's the joke that, do you remember that first joke that you told that brought the house down? <sighs> I didn't, I don't know. Okay. Is it you I'm asking? I so I had a series of them. Bear yeah. in mind, I had been incubating for yeah. almost six years now. Okay. By 2008, I had a body of work mm -hmm. on my own now. I didn't mm -hmm. start with my jokes necessarily. Yeah. I started with all those uh, jokes from joke books and all <laughs> that, right? <laughs> So I think one of the first jokes I told that blew the place up was if women ran on batteries. Okay. I think I know this joke. Don't worry, this I can't even remember the joke. I think I know this joke. It's about like, because women talk a lot, okay. right? So it's a case of taking off their batteries. Okay. Uh, or when their batteries run down, you'll be like, oh, thank God, our batteries run. And when our batteries run down, she'll start talking in slow mm. motion. Mm. And then you're like, thank God, she's about oh my to go God. off. But she will use slow motion, carry herself to the I want to go back into and plug herself. <laughs> I want to go back to 2008 <laughs> and cancel you. This <laughs> is hilarious. No, I know, but is it not hilarious jokes that get people canceled? Right. <laughs> Look, excuse me, cancel culture, please. We're, we're about to fast forward a little bit. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, we'll be right back. And welcome back. What is this cancel culture about? Because the point is for us to laugh at the things that we are most uncomfortable of. With. With, about. thank you. About one of those mm. prepositions. Mm. So why are we canceling people? 
I think you should ask the people who do the council. Counseling. What do you think about council culture? Like, I think it's for smoke. I don't think it really um, is that potent, hmm. right? Because it's a generational shift. We need to now come <clears> to the table and say, okay, look, how can we adjust these things? Because the good thing about council culture is that it has helped to, to bring awareness to things that were not necessarily good to be accept. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the extreme of it is now, oh, you said this, oh, oh you did this, you know, oh. it's too, we must allow people to be human. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I was the other day and somebody said, that means the likes of Tupac and Biggie and those gangster rappers would not have had. Yeah, yeah no, but it's true, but it's actually true because. I feel like cancel people's art. Right, cancel the things they're saying. If they've said something that is really like mm. damning, yeah. cancel it. But, but don't cancel them. But how do you extricate the artist from the arts? That's always the challenge. Like, yeah, because people learn every day, so you can you can explain. So, you have to, so, so if you yeah. if you cancel their art and you teach them this this thing you have said is blah blah blah, give them a chance to say something better the next day. Right. It's still fun. Yes. They will still make it funny. So they will still what deliver. What is missing is redemption, right? Mm -hmm. So the mm. issue I think is not. So yes, you can be censured from what you have done in the past, which is valid, mm -hmm. like whatever, because actions should have consequences. Mm -hmm. But we haven't yet figured out in this new dispensation what is, um, what does redemption look like in the public sphere? You know, like if you go to prison mm -hmm. and you come out and say, oh, you have paid your debt to society. Mm -hmm. How do you pay your debt to society for something that is canceled? You get what I mean? Yeah, I get what you mean. So, and, and I think that is, what, that is what we are currently struggling with. And mm -hmm. so there's some, there are certain things, of course, that we have decided you cannot pay the society. So things like um, sexual harassment, rape, mm -hmm. etc., racism, fair. But I, I don't know if it's fair, but can well, I mean, can I ask if one question? Pay, if you, if, like, Do we really have council culture in Nigeria? As against it being that by basically just taking a look I mean, at they, what is happening in the West and then trying to appropriate it here. But really, we don't pick, have in Nigeria. Pick no. a pick a pick a council culture straight from Nigeria. We but, don't have. So we don't, we don't because people don't. So there's nothing there's that no has happened that yeah. there are consequences. No, no, I don't think. No, no, not that there's no consequence, but that do we really feel strongly about a lot of these? I issues? think we have we do. cancel culture, but I also think it's potent from the angle of the artist. For example, mm -hmm. there are certain things that are sacrilegious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You do them, nobody wants to really identify with you. You have cancelled yourself, yourself, literally, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Because of what you did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Brands will not want to mess with right. you. Oh, yeah, Even okay. though fans would not want to mess okay, with okay, you. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's so the corporate nature of Nigerian. Because like Nigeria compared to most places is very corporate driven in terms of how mm. economy. So like one of the things why people are so gassed about the shows in the O2 and the comedy shows you guys do is that it's consumers voting with their wallets. Wallets, right. right. As opposed to, oh, but a brand gives you money to host this or buys a table, mm -hmm. like, the, like the ratio of corporate to mm -hmm. consumer is flipped mm -hmm. so, for okay, most people than for I think Nigeria. also something that we need to ask. Is that true though? So for example, a lot of, a lot of people always make these distinctions between concerts and comedy events. Mm -hmm that with a concert is usually backed by the sponsors. The sponsors are basically the ones bankrolling it. Mm -hmm. So you don't really need to send as many tickets, mm. which is why a few days to the event, or a day of the event, you can probably get a ticket for free. Mm -hmm. But a comedy <laughs> show is pretty much people choosing to pay as against brands backing the comedy show. 
I think brands back some of these comedy shows. Comedy shows. So yeah. you can use your own as an example, for example. Yeah. Which one is it? Is it consumer? Is it from brand? You can it's both. You can waste it. It's both. <laughs> okay. It's both. And I usually try my best to make room for the consumers. Okay. You know, because that's where the fan base really, really is. is. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the corporate bodies, yes, uh, the only issue is when they like, okay, we want to brand here, we want to put it on stage, we want to, you know, elements that work against comedy mm -hmm. as a craft. Mm -hmm. Then, oh, what is he going to talk about? Like, you, you don't even need to, you don't need the prophet to tell you that <laughs> if you have certain brands mm -hmm. with you, you have to be careful what yeah. you, say you say because it will look like they are endorsing mm -hmm. everything you say. Yeah. You know, so for us, the performers, I think we, we, our work lies in knowing where to draw the line, the line. line yeah. ultimately, mm -hmm. and with, so do without you losing your juice. So, and, and that's the question, right? Because like you see, and it's not just, it's also film as well, right? Mm -hmm. So look at all of us and all of our proudly supported by mm -hmm. how many logos can you stack up under the, so like mm -hmm. we're we all- We can stack as many as possible, please. We need more brands in our movies. So, so, so we are always, <laughs> and, and I think it's a function of the purchasing power um, argument. Like mm -hmm. how much, like what does it mean to your art where, like a significant portion of your overall income derives from decisions made by corporations mm. as opposed to the fans that love your work. Like you can, you can almost see that thing affecting mm. art in, in Nigeria. Mm. So I'm curious to know how do you wrestle with that? Like I know you have certain outlets that are completely brand free. Is that how you do it? Mm. So things like, um, what's, your, what's, what's it called now? The head of state. No, like, so like, that's what that's, that's, so like, that's is brand free. Mm. Even the school one. Back to, back to school. Back to school. So is that how you do it? Like you yeah. have things that are consumer-centric, and then you have things that are that toe that line. Is that how you have balanced it? A few I have managed to balance. A few I lost the battle. Okay. You know, you just have to give them what they want. But okay. when you when you are coming to play in my terrain, okay. I basically have to preach to you and let you know, look, 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 see how it should be done. When I was in extended family between 2007 and 2009. Okay. We had Indomie ads running, okay. standard. Okay. But Indomie gave us money to be eating Indomie in the program. Okay. Oh, That's very subliminal. Okay. Yeah. So you would never see us eat a bar or something else mm -hmm. okay. if there was food. The food was, it was it Indomie. Okay. And it had its effect for them. They liked it. Okay. You get the point. There are other brands who have been like, no, you have to put it out, you have to make it obvious, you have to say our name. Mm. And um, I remember seeing a Jackie Chan movie that a truckload of Pepsi mm -hmm. yeah. had an accident on the road and the road cans of Pepsi, Pepsi. in mm. thousands flooded. Yeah. Yes. As a child, I knew that was an ad. Yes. Yeah. But in Nige, they will tell you, no. no Pepsi can't rule on the floor. You must hold it and do like this. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. get this Pepsi? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You must also so hold it. You must hold it specifically such it that such the logo must show. So oh. ideally, you should pick up the stuff like this and drink. But now you must not lift it to your left hand right. side. So they can see the logo inside yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, they paid. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I remember that they paid, I think it was a million dollars, but don't quote me, right. for Superman to fly through that Coke so ad. Coke, Coke poster in, in two. the billboard in, is it one or two? Two, where they, yes, where they, they knocked, knocked him through the, the Coke poster. Yeah. Mm. And then they then replicated it in um, another one of the movies. And it was IHOP. And everybody was like, how much did IHOP pay mm. for that? And it wasn't a, I mean, of course, there's the Heineken of it all with Bond and all of that. But I guess the, the ad thing, and I guess they too do it, but I guess it's more, 
that it is expected to be subsumed into the art, mm. as opposed to here, where it is more like a, um, excuse you. Mm. I remember we shot, a, in this very room, we shot an ad for a brand as a promo to the movie. And the, and the executive showed up like it was an ad. And, like, and they were telling the, the actors in the film, hold it like this, hold it like this. And we said, please. And then they all looked at us, sorry, sorry, that, please stop talking to my actors. Like, right. because, it's not a, because it's not it's an ad, ad yeah. it's, a, it's a tag for a yeah. film. And, so, and, and it became a whole thing like, um, if it's an ad, what is going on? What is going on? Mm. That kind of thing. And to them, I guess, it's not their fault. They, they're just not used to They're it. not used to. They don't understand product placement and product mm. integration into a movie. But they will argue with you that their target markets, you have to spell it out to them. Mm -hmm. You know? I don't know how much that argument holds for things like film and series yeah. and drama, right? But this thing, like I said, the battles I've lost are the ones we've had to do in their space. Okay. Like proper commercial. Okay. Yeah. For example, when I go to these commercials, commercials for the shoot, I know exactly what they want me to do. <laughs> You four yeah. classic poses. So I'm you like, give them. Okay, can, yeah. So I'm like, okay, can we do something, something else? else? Yeah. Can I be looking at it like I'm talking to it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're like, mm, okay. But none of those pictures ever. Ever show. Sure. Yeah. Right. So let me ask you a random other question, and this is a me question. Why did you choose to do a romantic comedy as your first own film with you as a romantic comedy lead? It's her day. It's her day. I wrote that movie in 2004. When you thought you were a romantic comedy lead? <laughs> <laughs> no. Spending too much time with Ariam. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. So you see, <laughs> wow. I think I have a thing for satire. Okay. okay. I was basically trying to tell the story of the Nigerian wedding space. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it wasn't about it being a role. It wasn't about the genre. It was about the craze. Okay. That goes about weddings. into Nigerian weddings, weddings yeah. basically. Yes, now, but for it, all of that is nice. That's the, as a writer, mm. but it's a romantic comedy, right? Mm. Where you have to credibly be the person that both Inidima and Omoni Oboli fall in love with. It's a romantic mm. comedy. Mm. So, how did that, how did you, given, like, why was that the choice? Because you had written other movies now. What's that one? Tango Desire. No, the, the, the dream one. The dream one. Tragic Foresight. You have made Tragic wow, Foresight now. Right. Exactly now. I, you, I yeah. could have made Tragic Foresight, but like I said, there was this thing about weddings. Uh -huh. You thought of the stronger, no, the the stronger idea. Yeah, so then if you're asking me as an actor. Yes, exactly. I'm very flexible. <laughs> and that's one part of me I think the world is about to know completely. Okay. Yeah. So because I started off with comedy, people are like, oh, this is you. It be, and comedy. it happens to pretty much every actor, not just mm -hmm. in Hollywood, in Hollywood mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Oh, this is you because I was doing it for a long period of time, mm -hmm. right? But I'm so flexible. I'm Even MVP, you are still romantically inside. No, but there yeah. was... So yes, I understand. So I understand you gravi it. As an actor, you gravitate towards romantically. Accept it. But not as intense as what I did with Ibitade. With our film has been it's the perfect arrangement. arrangement. It's, 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 it's I, no, I know, but I'm not saying that it's an inch. Because, Watch out for the perfect arrangement. Because it wouldn't, it wouldn't have. I'm sure if they had asked when you that. June. No, perfect. It's May. May. So, Watch out for the perfect arrangement. <laughs> we will get to that point. Yes. <laughs> so it's an interesting. So yes, when we had the conversation about perfect arrangement, we were worried about it being like it was more in this traditional mode of a pure romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. But I do find it interesting that 
audiences really react to you as a leading romantic lead. I actually find as that... They, as a com but also I find that very they, fascinating. With the comedic, mm. with the comedic Well, com yeah. yes yeah. and no, but I just... Yes, but you see, not all comedians... Why do you find it fascinating is my question. So, oh, oh, let me put it like well, this. Well, because it's a one comedian. Of the things, no. One of the things about that... I remember one it was like Adam Sandler being a pure romantic comedy lead. It was it didn't make sense initially because normally people yeah, like Yeah, initially, but you have to give people sometimes you have to give people But it worked, but all of his films are romantic comedies effectively. Yeah. That's yes. what I, that's my point. Like it's okay. So now this was one of the things that blew my mind when I first met Bovi and we started talking about film. Apart from the fact that he knew a bunch of our movies and was deeply That's the one that really blew you, yeah, so that don't lie. So my, my first, my head, my head swelled small that night and I was like, ah, cool, came back down small. But then it was also the bit where he talked about the fact that you have comedic actors that have that challenge where I'm, an act, I'm a stand-up comedian, I do skits, I do those kind of things. And because of that, everybody wants to pigeonhole you and put you into that role mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. you are just a comedic act mm -hmm. on stage. So with everything, they won't put you in like deep dramatic roles, they won't put mm -hmm. you in like an action role and all of that. But he said, for him, he wants to be like, but, and he used an example, Jamie Foxx. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was like, oh my God, I've been following Jamie Foxx since the Jamie Foxx show. Mm -hmm. And he used to do stand-up then and basically realized that his real name is not Jamie Foxx, but mm -hmm. one of the reasons why he used Jamie Foxx was that then they, there were not a lot of women in stand-up. Mm. So if you see Jamie Foxx, you think he's a woman, so you give that person, <laughs> you say, that, oh yeah, let's put this person on, he's a baby, but what, what's there? Right. So that's how he used to Sensei. get on stage. <laughs> so he got on stage, but Jamie Foxx was stand-up comedian, he got the Jamie Foxx show, which was a comedy show sitcom back in the star. 90s. Yeah, sitcom and all of that. Then, but if you look at his movies, he was in Ali, mm -hmm. he was in Stealth, he was in Ray. None of those roles have any ounce of comedy in it. Mm -hmm. But you don't do that thing where you look at Jamie Foxx and you're expecting him to make you laugh when he mm. shows up in a movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, if Bobby can crack it, and then Bobby, I'm all yeah. of it for it. I'm, I'm here for it. No, I, but I think that that's his... That, and when he said that, he also said that that's one thing that he wants to aspire to. And I was like, but is that... Do you actually really want to aspire to that? Because in the sense that, like, because of the way, like, you... The way your charm... Like, let me ask you differently. Given the way your charm works, isn't that, like, your secret weapon? Isn't what, my you No, know, your charm. Yeah, your, very charming. Your comedic charm. So... <laughs> I think it's not a very charming young man. I think apart from charm, mm -hmm. I think I am very intense. And that's what I think you are very intense. You think so too, I right? I think you are very intense. I'm very intense. Yes. Mm -hmm. As, As a, a person, person, I think okay. I'm very intense. Okay. Yes. If I translate that on screen, mm -hmm. in a in a part that has nothing to do with comedy, mm -hmm. you will see it before you will see comedy. Mm -hmm. Like you'll be shocked that way. You may start off laughing. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm being careful, even mm -hmm. going in now, because okay. you must now apply the, the tricks, mm -hmm. you know? So it's easy on people, like, oh, wow, I didn't know we could get this out of him and all. Mm -hmm. Like, the kind of roles. Mm -hmm. Another person I like is Robert De Niro. Mm -hmm. Robert De Niro as a human being is funny. Funny, yes. But yes. when you see him in, like, um, Al Capone... Mm -hmm. Untouchables. Untouchables. Yeah. It was in... Was it Untouchables? That's the yeah. title. Yeah, that's yeah. the one where he played Al Capone. Yeah. The one he played Al Capone, yeah. yeah. When he's in Untouchables, he goes from killing somebody with a baseball, baseball bat, bat yes. to the opera. Yes. Yeah. He's watching the opera and, and he's, he's crying, crying like yeah. a child. Yeah. Yes. That's intensity. Yeah. But what they would expect, the kind of thing they would expect, if you are not experienced, 
Especially as a writer or director, is you will not tell the actor that you know you just killed somebody, so <laughs> lock up, boom. You know that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But they had to channel that personality. Mm -hmm. And that's fascinating for me. So I think I can manipulate myself in different ways okay. than one. You only seen movie yet. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So I have one other question to ask. And we're here for this. Mm -hmm. So you've gone into comedy, like you said, briefly, but then 2008, 2006, 2007, 2008 was where comedy mm -hmm. really started blossoming. Around that period, almost everyone had a nickname. Alibaba, I go mm. die, I go save, mm. basket mouth. Mm. Why didn't you ever pick up a nickname? I mean, <laughs> amongst my friends, I've had several nicknames, but okay. I'm like, who else is Bovi? Okay. What, what can be cuter than Bovi? <laughs> even my full name, my full name, Adbert. For the sake of this day, please, I, we need your full name. We will spell it out it's on this screen. Bovi. It's oh, just the A that is off. Really? Right. I thought it was longer than that. No, it's just A B O V I. What does it mean? But even conqueror. Mm. Even on my cer my certificates, apart from it's only my birth certificate that has the A. Every other yeah, thing okay. is strictly okay. Bovi. Okay. And I bet none of y'all have met another Bovi <laughs> at all. But there are a few now. Have you killed them? <laughs> I'm not worried that you have killed them. It's like it's a name Bovi. Bovi. <laughs> no, but that, that people know? are naming their kids Bobby after you. Funny, yeah, there are people naming their kids <laughs> right from when I was young. Oh, I'm gonna name my kid Bovi, right? And I was named after a famous Bovi, actually. Okay. Right. So it's not like you know, there's a family called the Bovi family. Okay. They don't even have the A. Oh, yeah, okay. the Bovi family. It's their last name. Okay. Right. But for me, it's my first name. So I was like, my name already stands out. Uh, you didn't you didn't call yourself Bovi the Conqueror. No, not Because <laughs> no, that would have been hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like Bovi already stands out. Mm -hmm. It's unique and um why? Oh, it's kind of weird. I just, I've always just I've wondered that why not? Right. That why not? Because you know, that's not like Alibaba till today. People don't know his real name. Right. Basket Mouth, a lot mm -hmm. of people. So you, you have a lot of comedians in Nigeria. It's almost like a standard in Nigeria where you had to have a nickname to be mm -hmm. a comedian. And then there's this one guy who just shows up, Bobby. Mm -hmm. Bobby. And I remember <laughs> one of your very first jokes, I think from one of the first stand-ups I ever saw, it was that unlike everybody else, you go just show up for heaven. God, God, God just looks right. like, Bobby, yes, so that maybe that. Classic. Then you go enter. Basket mouth. Help <laughs> Who's basket mouth? <laughs> you, you, God, uh, I think like, God, that God be calling their real name. name. <laughs> Call them by their, by their real name. No, it's a basket mouth hellfire. Uh, basket mouth hellfire. Check with my real name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hellfire still, yeah. Right. So it always just surprises me that you never had one. And, no. Uh, I always wanted no. to know. Mm. All right, cool. I like my name. <laughs> it's a so, nice name. So Thanks. for people that don't know, this is now the proper announcement of this thing. We have announced this thing three times. Wait, now this is my own announcement. Ah. Nimi. There's only one thing that you haven't announced, but go on. That Bobby is in a project with us. Right. Has shot this really nice romantic comedy. Absolutely. We're super excited about it. Right. They're going to see him in a different light as a love interest. The way you look at RMD and you go, <laughs> you look at Bobby and you're like, mm, this is the man. No, 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 no. Yes, I want that. That's the guy for me. That movie is coming out in May. All I can say is that I was on set with Bobby. I saw a lot of things, and I'm happy about it. It's one of those projects that you are looking forward to. You're just like, mm, okay, mm. let it just come out. You act like you haven't done the one thing you haven't announced. What now? I'm going to wait now. You're building anticipation. <laughs> now when you tell a story, don't, don't wait for the punchline. 
And I'm sorry, you are trying to get him to announce himself. No, no, I'm saying that's the only thing. Everything wait, else has been said, but wait, don't. Now, wait, sir. Okay, wait. There, there's one thing. Nas directed. No, see, that's the point. That's what he cares about. But then Nas directed. What have you been trying to get him to announce? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That that's the only thing we haven't announced. Yeah. So let's just we have told everybody all of this. Yes, now. Let me get there. No, sorry, sorry to cut you, but this is hilarious. So I asked. So Fimon released their amazing yearbook, and if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's literally one of the coolest things I've seen. And in I told a very them long it, time. Was, it, it's really awesome. And I was but I called Moses, you know, you announced literally 10 people's films. Did this, everybody know that you're announcing their films? Because it's like you announced Perfect Arrangement. Yeah. I was like, luckily we have announced it. He announced Setup 2. Yeah. Luckily we have announced it. But he also announced Merry Men 3, which yeah. I don't think they had yeah, announced. announced. He announced um, Sugar one? Rush. Sugar Rush 2. Sugar Rush 2. I was like, have they been announced? He announced another one he announced. I was like, wow, that's that's one way for it to be announced. He's like, yes, no, we're trying to ginger excitement. And then he, and then they showed us the poll. I was like, oh, people like I was like, okay. And each, also inter- introducing the Kujus 2, even though I think that they no, announced. No, that was the don't they've already announced. They've already announced. Like, wow. So yes. ITK. You, ITK that's too. the problem. You people just no, announced. No, no, no. So for, for example, Nas is also director of this movie, so we really don't care about that bit. But yes, nobody the title does. of this movie, and I'm sure you all are wondering, if you don't know, now you know. It's called The Perfect Arrangement. I said it three times before. But, uh, but you see, you didn't give it context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Perfect Arrangement with a perfect lead. <laughs> Should I call the other people in the movie? Of course. Thank you very much. Sharon Oja, Perry Egby, um, Wofai Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Mr. Macaroni, Dockers Faps. We have Dockers Fapsi. Fapsi. Who's an amazing DJ? It's contractual. It's contractual. <laughs> AKA Get Me Late. Hashtag Get Me Late. AKA the biggest DJ that opened for David O at the O2 oh, this last weekend. Girls killing Three weekends ago. <laughs> Well, I saw the video last weekend. No, it was last weekend. I don't mind. It's, it's last weekend, time, I don't know. It's by the time we release it, it'll be three weekends. Oh, right. This guy. Oh, this guy. Living the future, man. He's doing calculation, <laughs> mathematics in his head. So, honestly speaking, I'm super excited about that movie. And so what was it like for you being on set? Because on a project that is not yours, so it's a different thing when it is your project and you have full creative control, mm-hmm. you can say that, no. Don't do this like this. Mm. But when it is someone else's uh, mm. whatever, what was it like? First off, it was um, for me a lot of relief that I'm on a set and I'm not struggling to manage affairs on the set. <laughs> I just liked the fact that I was an actor. And you said you're not a producer. Not worrying about generator. Because in my own productions, I've been executive producer mm. and actor. So it, because I'm acting on a set, I can't close my eye to something that I see is going yeah. wrong, yeah. you know? So that burden was off me. I just like the fact that they call me and say, you know what, show up on set. Matter of fact, after day three, I called one of the ADs and said, listen, if you need me for 12, Mm-hmm. Tell me to come by 11.45. Don't tell me to come by 10, oh, because I will be yeah. on time. On time. time. Mm-hmm. I'm on very time. precise with my time. This is true. Right. Yeah, true. So they agreed with me, mm-hmm. and it was, it was, you know, a burden of my, my chest that I could come on set and focus on the craft and all. Then, artistically, I enjoyed working with my actors because I had to adjust myself Mm. Right? Um, I didn't write the story. Yeah. So I had to adjust myself. Then I had to liaise with the director. 
him. What, what was he as a director? What was he as a director? Look, this guy has the temperament I will not recommend <laughs> for any Nigerian director. Mm -hmm. But I also learned, the major lesson I learned from working with Naz is mm how to delegate and let people just do their job, okay. right? Wow, because, this is excellent. Hey, 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 Maybe as a director. On set, okay. you know why? Mm. I'm on set, I'm watching the 80s. This guy's own is, when I need my actors, I need my actors. I'm just not get to, them ready. I'm not going to talk <laughs> to the actors. You have your responsibility Go and to do get it. the actors. Yeah. So basically, I, his temperament was so cool, it made me behave myself. Like, nah, you, don't, you don't want to see this person Mess. on the flip side, right? And that was what I really enjoyed. And it's, it's uh, I never thought it's possible to get in Nigeria. Your Nigeria. Yeah, to get your results like that, you know, for, <laughs> a, for a director not to flip. Oh, now I really once. wish we were in the director. So we'll see. No, so this, we'll this, just... so this is the difference, eh, right? When Naz is director of a film set, eh, he's, he's a lazy director, and I let him just focus on my work. I don't want to tell you that thing. When he's, not, when he's not directing, <laughs> and you go down, they put her inside everything. Everything. <laughs> uh -huh, this one, that one, this one, this one. It's very weird that what you are saying, that Zulu is yeah, like, I was like, yeah, I was about to tackle you. That because I did like that when he was time, so eh? chill on set. He yeah. was so chill. I guess he needs to be very, very creative in that space at that time. So he's able no, to. But, but are you know, crying? But you know no, what he does? You know <laughs> does when he's now pissed off, and I'm like, you know what? His hair will now be sweating. His head. He was so chill. It made me so chill. And towards the end, one day I flipped, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I flipped on set internally." Out, no, 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 no. I it was exploded. Yes, I exploded. I lost it. Uh, no, I, I did. You just remember what the context oh, wow. is. I always and, forget everything. And with what happened, <clears throat> when he heard, he was like, "Okay, make sure to like." I remember. And yes, I'm looking yes, at him good. like. That didn't flip you. Really? <laughs> I remember. Yes. Yes. You know, that didn't trigger you. Like, you know, he was just like, okay, very goal oriented, mm. ultimately. Like, okay, pass. But it was, I was like, okay, no. This because is the other too thing much. is, by the time you flip out and all of that, you're wasting time. No, but, uh, but I spoke to the girl, you know, she cried. I ended up begging her. <laughs> We are still shooting. I'm begging this girl. You see, you see, I'm waste of time. This girl. No, 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 no. I don't think. No. So when I lost it and shouted, right, mm -hmm. everything was still calm. Mm -hmm. Then Perry came and said, "What, what, what happened?" <laughs> and I said it. I was like, "Are you daft?" <laughs> and I was like, "Perry, no." It was cold and icy. The room was full. I was like, "Perry, no." Like we sorted. Me, that was angry. Was that saying that you're not begging? Well, people. he just said it. Are you? Daft. <laughs> Matter of fact. So they are shooting the scene. I'm supposed to walk in this scene like 30 seconds or one minute in. Mm. So while I'm chilling by director, waiting for my cue to walk in, I just look into the room behind and the girl is like crying me a river. <laughs> so I go there, I'm like, no, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I begged her. <laughs> then I ran, shot the scene. Came out and like, we need more bottles. This, where is she? But because she had cried so much, she wanted to walk away. I caught her from behind. I said, oh, do your job. I'm sorry. Like, I really had to apologize to her. Oh, well, The things that people don't see, because people only see the final effort and they don't see all the things that go into making the movie, the long nights, the multiple takes, you know. 
distress behind the camera. So, I mean, it's always great when you have people that see it and I wish there was a way you could almost like make an entire movie about all of that. Yeah, but only people that care about that are people that, that watch movies. Last question about this. Are you going to direct? Mm-mm. Why not? Why are you so sure? I don't, like, one of the things that fascinated me about you, which I have always said, is the temperament for it. Okay. You understand? Like, maybe with you, I will now learn to get an entire team that I can trust. Well, you can't really. You just have to trust. You cannot trust. You, you, you cannot trust. You have to. Yes. You, you can't, you can't, you trust basically have advance. to trust them first yeah. and then just let them, let them yeah. show them. So, so people they just scale up over, so what, mm-hmm. I, what we've learned is that people scale up over time as long as you give them opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you, because I mean, us too, we learned now. When we all started, we all, we all bad at the job, mm-hmm. but each job you do, you get better. So the challenges are now that you are good in quotes, right? You have to now give people the same opportunity that you had, mm. but the difference is that you know. Yeah. The, the mistakes you made earlier, mm. you lose tolerance for them as you get more experience. Yeah. But you, because you have to mentally say, you know what, the same journey that I took, mm. I need more people to take it. You have to let it go. So I notice everything that goes on on set. But the point is that it's counterproductive for me to Face. fix Engaging. it because if I'm fixing it, that person doesn't learn their job. Mm. And that person is not useful to us in the long run. What if it's going to affect the quality of the work? And then you step in. That's only when then that, step only in. then do you step yeah. in. But well, sometimes you have to let people make their mistakes and learn from those mistakes and fix the mistake. But is that, how much time is it costing me? Mm. And is it jeopardizing the entire project? Is yeah. the balancing act? So that's the trade-off, right? So one of the- Can you fix it in post? <laughs> No, so like so take so take that so so the actual reason why for for example that example that you're talking about the reason why I like bracketed that lady was because I told her based on what um, the time we have go and do something because you don't have time to do what you want to do I literally told her that beforehand but she was trying to help the production mm-hmm. by doing what she did mm-hmm. right and it backfired. At this point, you need to actually give the gist. <laughs> Just don't tell us the, the role of the person. Or no, the name so, of the person. Just so, give us the gist okay, so of what happened. Well, so, so she was preparing understand. a prop. Effective. She was preparing a prop. Right. And normally, our department likes to prepare props themselves because it saves them money. Mm-hmm. But I was like, mm, go and buy this prop because we don't have time for you to prepare. I mean, we were, we were traveling that day. We needed to go. And I was like, don't worry. In fact, I said, I will pay for it. Mm-hmm. And so, she, because she was like, no, 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 I can prepare it, et cetera, et cetera. And so she was preparing it in a, because she was rushing, she was not thinking about her preparation. And it was Bovi watching her preparation that lost, made him lose his mind. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was telling her, you see, this has now cost us more, like the thing you are trying to do, mm-hmm. the most important thing on today's time is not money. Mm-hmm. So that decision of you trying to save me money when, when I need you to save, save me, me time, time is mm-hmm. the problem, mm-hmm. right? So that's the difference that experience teaches you. Most times on a film set, you want to save money. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, it's most time. of that thing is time. Because, because time is actually more expensive because than Because that day, we were still traveling and it took us like literally, like when we left, when we, all that stuff, like we, it, it pushed that day back by two hours, mm-hmm. that, that, that decision. Mm-hmm. And it affected literally, you no, know, we were still hoping that we could shoot when we got oh, there, God but like yeah, it literally right. threw out all of that. Mm-hmm. So, and I was, and so that was basically the lesson for this. Like sometimes, right, you have to, Mm. Literally, yeah, sometimes you're in that whole um, earnest I'm trying to learn, it's all important, but that whole bigger picture, mm-hmm. and, but here's the thing, right? You're not going to fire somebody for that mistake, but you, no, you, you but take that as an opportunity to teach them, because that person 
in two years after steady experience in that department will become a senior member of the department. So these are the things, these are the trade-offs. You have to, like in America, everybody's super efficient, super experienced, but you have to here, you have to accept it's a, those. It's an in intentional. A, yes. Attitude towards building. Yeah, you have to accept those little inefficiencies mm -hmm. because ultimately you benefit from those rewards. Because I mean, like the example we always use is like some of our directors, like AKs who started off as a PA on um, in 2015, like basically seeing how out he, of luck and on out of luck with us. See how he grew to the ranks and he directed Superstar, our, our last Christmas film. Mm. Or even someone like Barney, who is like he wasn't really working with us a lot, but he used to do BTS for us mm. in 2015, 2016. Okay. He's now one of the leading yes, the DOPs, DOPs in Nigeria. So I'm like those. He was one that was the DOP on our project. So like, and it was really awesome for me to see that and work with him as a DOP. Like you know, like how people and so that growth and that path, mm. it comes with trade-offs, but you have to believe that those trade-offs are worth it. So we, I mean, also it's selfish, right? If we are making the number of films we are making, you have to make those, you even have to make those trade-offs. If you are making one film a year, maybe you can be like, no, 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 everybody. Just get all the experience. Yes, experience. but for us, that, it's, it's, it's part of our process. Like, process that we are building in, um, what's it called? So and I've so, yeah. And I've got one more question for you. Yes. What next for Bobby? So now we're entering the phase of Bobby the actor. Mm. What next after that? Our project. Hey, yeah, I mean, no, our I mean. other project. That, oh, right, no, but wait. Yes, now. I'm, but asking, I'm, asking, I'm asking It's, it's not actually my call, so our other project. <laughs> I'm asking I'm, the I'm, man. I'm, 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 I'm calling him out. I'm asking the man. Because What's he's next? been too busy doing his, his money work. So that's why I'm blasting him now. That says, because we were supposed to meet last week, <laughs> and, I, supposed to meet and, last and week then literally you, you have completely swamped. Mr. Man was making money. That's what I'm saying now. So now that he was making the money that he used to take you out to lunch. Thank you. So now that you're here, what next? More movies, primarily more movies, and then I'm also going to have to do my show at some point, because <laughs> it's long overdue. <laughs> That's just it, basically. And our table tennis tournament. Yes, now. The guy after, after, your money. No, guy. no, it's not. It was Macaroni that, but, was Macaroni no, that but after you talked shit to Macaroni, we said, I said that we'll arrange a tournament. We need, we need one more person. When you talk, the matter is that I'm the one that will win. Are you, the, are you the fourth person? Yeah. Okay, so you're, yeah. the, fourth, you're the fourth person. All right, so you guys, you guys have seen it here. We shall be letting you guys know when this table tennis tournament will be taking place. We shall have a camera crew there. Please start placing your bets. Bet Niger. Bet on me, guys. Do you bet want to get in me. on this? No, but let me not lie to you. I was saying I was a table tennis film. The way I lost there, my mouth. No, people are different. You, you are different. Me. You watch it happen. Yes. So, I yes. Mean. Oh yeah, no. sign us out. Like, last words now. But, but, but you, saw, you saw how horrible we were at opening the show. Please <laughs> close the show when we are closing. Okay. <laughs> I, I did, for the fear of it not going the way it started, I feel like just saying bye-bye. <laughs> no, no, it cannot be bye-bye. Yes, but y'all watch out for a new movie coming out. It's titled The Perfect Arrangement. Is I she? star opposite Sharon Uja. And uh, trust me, you want to see this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Right. And um, yes, for me personally, more work is coming um, as long as I stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And um, to you guys, thank you for having me here. All right. So yeah, that's just it, basically. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. So thank you guys. Um, catch us on all the podcasts that you. Mm. Wow. Platforms that you <laughs> catch your podcast on. Catch us on all the podcasts that you platform. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. England right. meet and greet and then go on our YouTube page and just follow us. Keep Like, subscribe, us. comment. Use the hashtag IMG Podcast. And also send us an email. That, that's um, 
What's it called? Info at Inkblood. No, 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 not info. No. It's, um, ah. it's an IMG podcast at Gmail that no, at Ink, no, whatever. Just yes. basically. Yeah. It so exists. Yeah. Please, <laughs> just look at eh, In YouTube, eh, just ask your questions, comments, and whatever. That email, we have, we have, you know, Guys, you know, bye, dollar is cost. Bye. We, Thank that's... you so much. <laughs> bye. <laughs> and don't forget, Inkblood Meter and Greet drops every Thursday on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Mm-hmm.